Lucy Harwood. Um, so I've done a little bit of digging around and I've discovered. Ricky Grove. Fog comes in on little cat feet. <laughs> Phil Rice. This is the best film that I've seen all year and maybe ever. Damien Valentine. Use the machinima, Luke. Welcome to and now for something completely machinima, the, the podcast slash YouTube show about machinima, virtual production, and related technologies. I'm Phil Rice, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Damian Valentine, Ricky Grove, and Tracy Harwood. Hello there. Hey there. So today, uh, we're going to focus on Tracy's pick for the week. This is a, well, I'll be honest, I after watching this, I don't know exactly how it was made. Uh, I want to say some advanced tool, like I'm going to guess maybe Cinema 4D or Blender, one of those two, mm -hmm. uh, but it has a machinima feel for sure. It's a blend of World of Warcraft and elements of uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which we've seen mixes of that before, but I don't think we've ever seen it executed to this level. This is an amazing pick. Tracy, tell us about it. Absolutely. Well, I love this when I saw it. It's called Neo Stormwind, Wow Machinima, and it's by Duran, and it was released in August. And Duran is a French machinima filmmaker. Um, and basically what he's done is he's used assets from World of Warcraft. I think he said Heroes of the Storm, which is another Blizzard game, Overwatch, Hearthstone, and Cyberpunk 2077. And so far as I understand it, it's been made using the WoW model viewer uh, and export tools with Cinema 4D, After Effects, uh, Premiere Pro, Topaz, mm. Gigapixel and Shader Map. Pretty, <laughs> looks a pretty detailed process to me. Wow. Yeah. Um, but basically, I kind of love this combination of, of, of cyber, cyberpunk and, and World of Warcraft. They just seem so complementary. Yeah. Um, Stormwind is is basically a human city in World of Warcraft, and it's the capital of Azeroth. I guess you guys would already know that. I had to check that out. Um, uh, but this has been um, very much integrated into the the cyberpunk world, such that you almost don't know what's World of Warcraft and what's cyberpunk. It's 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 really great kind of work on that um, combination front. I think basically what's going on here is the story is centering on this character um, and these upgrades in, in a cyberpunk kind of way. And it includes this, um, well, basically they're including a robotic hardware, which just kind of lifts it a little bit further. And it and in that general description, uh, the, the film is, is supposedly about the two WoW factions um, just trying to live together, the Horde and the Alliance. I don't think I really got too much of a sense of the human versus typical elves, um, as such versus just um, gangs, especially superbike gangs, kind of like I don't know, New New Yorkish, uh, in uh, or maybe Mad Maxish, um, say from mm. beyond beyond sort of Thunderdome, <clears throat> just just sort of traces of that i think plus all these kind of neo lights in the cityscape 
Um, the soundscape I thought was amazing um, and just really takes this into another dimension. It's kind of part music, which is um, a cover version of Insomnia by uh, uh, by by um, Two Way, I think, um, with very little voice acting used, um, really just giving it a flavour of what's going on rather than any kind of narrative and and then just part city um, city life sounds. So, you know, you hear the motorbike revving and the general kind of crowd noise, for example. Um, and it's really the balance of these sounds that I think just creates this cacophony and this sense of being in this, you know, these these characters being in this sort of cyberpunk world. Um, I, you know, it's it's really a kind of, I don't know, a moving image, urban photography kind of piece. And we've seen those sorts of pieces before this year, which I think are quite, quite fascinating. Um, but it's also about the creation of this kind of superior robot, which also reminded me a little bit of Robocop. I don't know what you guys thought about um, that, that kind of robot creation sort of scene, although this one seems to be a bit more of an anti-hero than a, than, a, than a hero, so to speak. And then right at the end, I was super intrigued to see that our old friend Olibeth was being credited in this. Um, particularly his series called Never Stay Tuned. And you know what? I was inspired to go and watch or re-watch that first episode of um, his um, series. And it's, you know, it's basically World of Warcraft Machinima Gold. It's hilarious commentary uh, reflecting and commenting on popular culture within World of Warcraft. Um, so I'll put a link up to that too so you can kind of... Great, great. That. Um, and then the other one that he's crediting is also um, is, is somebody called IK Edit or 1K Edit. Um, and the work there is Secrets of Ulduar, um, which is basically this cinematic of World of, of Warcraft, which has actually uh, recently been uh, remastered. So I'll share that link with you, too. And both of those seem to be fantastic um, cultural references to the way that this is been created and I love the way I you know you only really see the French do this don't you in, in such detail um what you know they sort of clearly credit where their inspiration has come from and I love that Duran has done that um and it's it's not really I think this the story of Neo or new Stormwind um that he's taken but the desire I think to do something original with craft um maybe Warcraft um that actually I think is is something that he's taken from these these two that have inspired him. Uh, and I think he's achieved what he set out to do. It, it's it's really interesting, so much detail to it. Um, I don't think we've seen anything quite like this from, certainly from the World of Warcraft community for, well, I'd say for a really long time, if, if ever. Um, but I loved it. What did you guys think? Well, really in my notes, Excuse me, one second. In my notes, I wrote, holy smokes, what a great film. Yeah. <laughs> Go Is ahead, Phil. <laughs> well, um, I really enjoy it. Um, I like the, the mashup of World of Warcraft, but projecting it into this sort of cyberpunk future. And it kind of shows the different factions of, from the game, but now crowded together in this sort of futuristic city and i i really like 
the biker gangs and the cybernetic parts of it. There's some sound elements I noticed that were taken from both Blade Runner films. And you know, yes, yeah, like the um, was it the, the join now for off world adventures that sound right. bite that's from the original film. Uh, I can't yeah. remember the exact phrasing, but you know what it is. You, you yeah, the, the ad from. advertising voice, yeah, right. Uh, and there's kind of a it's kind of an engine noise, it's kind of like a plane, but it's not quite. It's kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but it's near the beginning of the film. That's from the second Blade Runner film. These are again at the end when the, the flying car goes through the city. Uh, yes. For this video. Um, and you've got that reference of the the pink elf pointing at the character. That's again from that the That was so Blade well Runner. done. Yeah. That's my favorite scene in the movie there. That was just really <laughs> a nice little cameo. Yeah, I'm glad that they did those references to uh, Blade Runner, but I thought that the way that they mashed up these two fantasy world and the cyberpunk world and even though they got these blade runner references it feels more like the cyberpunk 2077 because it's really in your face bright lights everywhere and the people mm. got the cybernetic implants that are very visible and obviously there's a fan of both games and he's decided well let's put them together and see what happens and i think well what happened was something really good and entertaining it's it's not really a, a huge story to follow. It's just kind of a snapshot of different aspects of this world that he's kind of put together. And I, I kind of hope he does do a little bit more because I like to, I'm intrigued. I want to see more of this. Mm. Uh, so that, that's, what, that's what I had to say. It was a great pick. I loved yeah, it. I think... Go, Go ahead. ahead, Ricky. Okay. I loved it. Um, I wrote that, I, I wrote here, I said, I can only imagine what original World of Warcraft Machinima filmmakers would think of this fast edited visceral little little gem um it's just the wow factor is so high and i agree with you tracy the sound music um editing is just absolutely superb it it really makes kick kicks the the quality of the story and the world making up into another level um, just remarkable short film per perhaps a little too fast for old brains like mine to follow maybe but then again i think younger folks would say ah you're an old part it's perfectly timed uh, but i love that and i think he's great and he did a wonderful job of putting it all together and hearing that he used so many different tools makes sense it's well edited it's smart it refers to other things. It's ironic. It's funny at times. Um, it's got a, there's a look. It's, I don't know how you put cute and grotesque in together in the same film. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. remarkable. I really, really, it's a fantastic pick. Yeah, I think this one definitely falls into a category that, that we've discussed several times in the past where a, a film that's, not emphasizing narrative but it's coming across it's evoking a feeling it's it's a it's almost it's a it's poetry or it's a painting of sorts mm. and this for me firmly nice. falls into that category of that i i wasn't even i wasn't even looking for narrative in this i don't i don't know why i just i i guess i i i kind of approached it with well if it comes out to me i'll i'll follow it but it didn't and i didn't care yeah, um, because it was it was it was more about this is an experience, not a story, uh, and and it seems to the film seems to know that about itself. That's why it works. You know, when someone's trying to tell a story and it comes off 
as a cacophony, as we said, uh, it's not so good, right? But this was deliberate and masterfully done. The crispness of those scenes when he's panning across the street and there's all this activity going on, the crispness of the visuals was just astonishing. Yeah. That's that's the point where I thought, okay, this is not just, uh, th there's some advanced tool toolery going on here, right? You know, I knew it had to be, honestly, I was really leaning towards Cinema 4D, but I thought, well, maybe Blender, but it's just so crisp and, and everything fit together. So if he was doing, if he was doing compositing, if the filmmaker was doing compositing, I, I certainly did not detect it. And that yep. means some some great color correction was going on. Uh, but I think a lot of this was rendered in, ultimately rendered in the platform because it mm -hmm. just, it fits too well. Mm -hmm. The lighting is, is falling everywhere it needs to perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and the sound was just, was just magnificent it, it was a little overwhelming mm. but i think that was the point mm. and there's footage game footage i've not played believe it or not i've not played cyberpunk 2077 i don't own the game but i've watched a lot of footage of it and when it's just footage of someone going down a busy street there that's the feel you get is a sense of okay this this is like blade runner with about five million more people living in the city you know like it's just constant this city never sleeps just constant stuff is happening noises and and the fact that so many people are modified with you know biomods and machinery and whatnot just adds all these other types of sounds that you wouldn't normally hear walking down the middle of la yeah. or something yeah know? yeah yeah and it's just wonderful so uh yeah to me to me and uh, this film is for lack of a better word, successful in every way. Like, uh, I think the aim that this set out to do, it achieved it like big time. It's just, just wonderful. And yeah, my favorite yeah. scene is that the the pink, uh, <laughs> giant pink lady. It was framed exactly like the yeah, original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used a clip from that, from the real one. I used a clip from that in a uh, in one of those uh, Master Toots episodes uh -huh. months back. And wow. Uh, so I got a little familiar with with the scene, and yeah, it's just it's just perfectly done. So, you yeah, remember the old stuff. remember the old MTV series called Liquid Television? Oh, absolutely. This would fit. This would fall into right that, in that absolutely that collection. Right. Yes, it's yes. a great stoners film. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Well, great pick, Tracy. Do we have any? Uh, news or anything that we'd like to mention today or did we cover all that last week i covered most of mine last week i'll okay. i'll i'll add my news by being dramatic okay <laughs> that's it <laughs> well thanks for joining us uh it's it's uh it's been our pleasure to uh discuss this craft that we all love and uh, we hope you've enjoyed it too we'd love to get your feedback leave us a comment on the video or uh drop us a message through our website completelymachinima.com and we'll see you next time bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.